Apple Developers and the War in Ukraine, and Podcast Picks. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this time the Mac Voices panel's attention turns to our Apple developers and friends in the Ukraine who are engaging in some truly heroic efforts in defense of their country. We also then, on a bit of a lighter note, take a look at some of our favorite non-tech podcasts. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. All I'm thinking of right now is John Keat and somebody describing his like eight monitor under his six monitor under desk display. And someone said, why does he have six monitors? And the answer was because two of them are broken. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, John's setup. I, and I'm not kidding you. I think, I think it's the big display he has is it's at least 85 inches. The, The big display, the big display. And below that, Side by side, just lined up across the bottom, is th- it's three thirty-two inch displays, wow. and he uses all of that space. And I Under just, just oh. doesn't he? That's didn't insane. he say he has like like seven point two acres of resolution or something? It's like, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he has he has more resolution than he has land. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen so, that. That uh, I've seen the big it, display. It's bigger than my first car. So a pixel per monitor, then basically. <laughs> There's a weird yeah. old song. There's a weird old song like this. Yeah, appara- apparently my TV apparently my neighbor's getting a studio display. Nice. Yeah, Web. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Web. Web in the chat room says he has one on. He's got on one on order. order. Oh, Paul Web, I'm looking forward Jeff to hearing right. how you like it. So that's two. We got two. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, and, and I know Brian Chaffin has ordered two. Of course he has. Yeah. I'm not sure. Paul says uh, Jeff is right in the chat room. I'm yeah, not sure what Jeff and what he's right about, but congratulations to somebody. But both of us, yeah, and of course we are. The, time. Yeah. the answer is yes. Time. Yeah. You have to say either butts or underpants for us to know who, who you're talking about. <laughs> Come on, yeah, chat we, room, get it together. We, we need to have that. We need to have that as an auto message in the uh, in the chat room. If you're going to refer to one of the two Jeffs, it's either butts or underpants, or UP. <laughs> you, you can shorten it. Yeah, UP is fine. UP. I want to move this on to the next topic um, because yes. we're beating this to death. Um, Are we? But I'm just what? throwing really? uh, links. Yeah, to just throwing links in the chat rooms. Um, about uh, the the software that MacPaw just released, mm. um, re- referring to it as a spy buster tool. And first off, you know, we we said it a little bit earlier. We referenced it. We we are all thinking about our friends in the Ukraine and what they're going through. And I thought this was really interesting that you know a software developer decides, hey, we can do something more than what we've been doing, and they release something that uh, is fighting against Russian propaganda and uh and and potentially russian spyware so you know good good for you guys um and i'm I'm anxious to see what everybody else thought about this because i just thought 
it, it just seems so like Mac Paul to be doing exactly this kind uh, of thing. The thing I think, I don't think it's getting lost in the, in the Imor reporting, but I think a thing that uh, should get more attention than it is, is that MACPA is in fact Ukrainian. They're in Kyiv. Like some of them are there listening to all of this go down, watching it happen. They're in the midst right now. And the first thing they did was uh, post something on their website that was like, here are all the places that you can find legitimate information about what's happening here. And here's how you can donate. And And then turned around and said uh, they have a VPN service that they offer. And they said, anyone who's reporting on anything here, uh, we're here to help you. You get a year for free. Basically, you know, no questions asked. And uh, and it's just I am in awe of them as an organization to be in the center of the threat that the rest of the world is watching and still try and find a way to help other people, which is exactly what they're doing here. And it's just like, it's just another one of those like moments and, of like, you know, like, like I, I know them we've hung out. It's, and I'm, right. you know, like, I'm, I'm really glad to know that I have been associated with people who are fundamentally, uh, you know, good people and, and trying to do anything that they can that would be helpful. And I would like to think that I would have the same sort of capacity if I were in a similar situation. And that, that was one thing that, that we tried to make sure of over at TMO was that, you know, when we covered the, the spy buster, you know, we referenced the other things that MACPA is doing and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a lot of the other development firms over there too. Um, Riaddle has been heavily involved um unclutter is on top of things constantly um nicotney i might be getting the name wrong um that's another one they've reached out to me on uh on twitter recently and pointed out that you know they're in the thick of it too and um you know letting letting us know what they're doing how they're how they're doing Uh, Jeff, sure. you, you mentioned that Riedel is uh, doing stuff over there as well, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, and that reminded me. Um, in the last couple of days, they let everyone know that they've actually been helping people get out of Ukraine and into Poland. Yeah, and I and I, I don't know the number. I want to say it's like a thousand people so far. I'd I, I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to go back and check it, too. But yeah. The, the yeah. stuff these people are doing is epic. And, uh, mm-hmm. and as far as I'm concerned, they're all heroes. It's, it's, Every it's absolutely, absolutely heroic. They're yeah. not just sitting at their computers coding. Mm-hmm. They're, and they're out <clears throat> trying to help their fellow citizens get through this. And a case could be made that, you know, they might have things that could be higher on their priority list, like taking care of themselves and their families. And so right. having the the wherewithal, not to mention the bandwidth to even pretend like they can update a website or anything like that, um, having these things happen and having them, you know, having them built and all that, like just really I'm very, very impressed and 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 very pleased, you know, like I said before, to have ever had a chance to to get to hang out with them and get to know them yeah. because they're I'm just I'm just in awe. And I and I really hope everybody goes and checks it out. Go see go see what they're up to. Um, Unclutter is offering gift licenses 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last time we talked about it, I said, you know, you could just go some go buy somebody an unclutter license if you, you know, to, to help them out. And they now have a name your own price and all the money basically goes to aid organizations in Ukraine. So um, they're nice. they're a, they're a good one. And uh, uh, MacPaw over there with with setup and everything else and mm-hmm. right. and and Riedel and, you know, any of us that have ever been to an Apple conference have have at some point had some sort of interaction with Dennis from Riedel. And he's just delightful. And, and all those folks are, are really great. And I, my, my heart goes out to them and I've bought a bunch of licenses and set up a bunch of other things just to, to do what I can from here and, and try yeah. to spread the word. So if you're somebody who needs to, needs to upgrade something, like, let me direct you to some people that I know who make amazing stuff, who also happen to be amazing people. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and you know, unfortunately the one th- danger in discussing this is we end up leaving out people um, because they, you know, other people are doing other things that they may not be quite as visible, um, but just the very fact that they're enduring this. I'm, I'm thinking about Bevite software. I'm thinking, I don't think Grammarly has been mentioned yet. Um, no, they know, haven't. There's, yeah. there's so many uh, is folks Grammarly there. the company that is uh, paying their employees' salaries, even if they uh, leave to go help uh, fight for uh, uh, Ukraine. I think you might be right. I think that was them. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Grammarly. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You you, you want to go and defend yeah. our country? Whatever your salary is still being paid. You're in good. Full. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, just the the people over there in general. Um, you know, we we heard last week about the the telecom guys trying to keep the cell systems up and running you know they're they're going into places where the signal's going down even while the shells are are still dropping um Mm -hmm. while the buildings are threatening to fall apart around them they're going in and and patching back in getting the the mobile service restored getting the internet restored so that the ukrainians don't lose contact with the outside world um, so many, so many people in Ukraine, I think, are, are just absolute heroes through all of this. And naturally, because we're here, we're talking about it just from the, the, the tech aspect. But there are people that are doing things, you know, in every other part of life yep. in the Ukraine, um, mm-hmm. from, you know, from the water to power to everything else uh, that just, you know, you just, I don't know, you it seems like you see it in movies, you see it in TV, you see it in war films, and it was somebody else. It was a long time ago, and mm-hmm. this is real. This is now, and these are people that a lot of us know. And it just it it, it makes you react at, at a, a much more emotional level, I think, in a whole different way. Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to think that any of, any of us would acquit ourselves half as well as these folks are doing. I, I would be proud to be doing that, and they're they're going way above and beyond. So. If if this reaches them, I mean, I'm at, I'm at a loss just to you know as to how much I admire and respect you guys. It's amazing. Yep, it's amazing. So go get a setup subscription. Oh, for sure. Because you're, oh, yeah. not only are you supporting Ukrainian developers, but you're supporting the Ukraine when you do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not it's the also Ukraine. really good. Hack. You're supporting it's Ukraine awesome. when you do that. Ukrainian, and it's yeah. also worth it. I mean, it, did you oh, say yeah. Ukraine? Mm-hmm. I, I'm having a horrible time with words <laughs> okay. tonight. I, okay, I totally threw myself when 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 I used the propaganda name on accident. 
that, I, that, I think that's, said, a, that's the name Russia really hopes Ukraine's going to turn into. Yeah, I, th- uh, I, right. think, uh, I think the squirrels might have chewed some of the wires going to his central processing unit. <laughs> it's very possible. Anyhow, yeah, set, set up. I've had it for since they almost started, and I I, I love it. You know, it's, oh, yeah. You probably do a whole show there. about it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I could. It. I could I easily, yeah. As, I mean, I did a, um, I did a review on it when they, you know, first came out, and uh, really, you know, even back then, I, uh, when they first came, I'm like, this is really a good, you know, most of these services I tried before, I'm surprised they're still able to do it. You know, it's just amazing that you know nobody really came up with anything like this before that. Well, but I mean, there comes- has actually there has been subscription-based services like this before Humble, but bundled. this is certainly yeah. this is certainly yeah. better than the ones that have come before it i, I, well, I can't well, remember like i can't remember anything like that of like well you know, that, that's almost like a netflix kind of thing and then that i don't remember anything like that for uh even who, now who, I, rem- I, who remembers they all had Mac- they all had everweb and rapid weaver on them. yeah no no they were bundles but they weren't right. subscriptions like this set up a- Right. Again, the, the this clo- is like the closest was Humble Bundle, which is a subscription and now is Windows only. Yeah. When was that a subscription? You can uh, subscribe to hun- Humble Bundle and then you get uh, uh, the subscription packages that come out. But you, can but still you buy get your perpetual right. license. Was that for their games or something? Because, yep. no. yeah, totally okay, you but not, you didn't but, have to subscribe. You could buy, I've seen the ads, it's like buy our humble bundle now and you could still do it. And it's get like, like getting four, a discount price. Yeah. You, get, you get four good apps and like, you know, 20 apps, right? But you were buying before. them, they, they weren't, no, you know, set up. I've never seen anything like that, and I'm pretty confident because from the developer side, developers have to modify their app for setup mm-hmm. the versions that come with setup are modified versions they're not the same as like if you buy the app directly from the developer or from the app store because they've got this extra code so you know if if you stop subscribing those apps will stop working right mm-hmm. and if you, sometimes it is like netflix and sometimes these apps don't uh they come and go i don't know if you notice that. i've known a couple drop off like um i think iMazing was there initially in the early years, and then for some reason it ended, and then they replaced it with a. There's an Android file any transfer, and I think there's an iOS any transfer is kind of similar, but whatever it was. But I think they require a two year commitment that when they add somebody. Yeah, I mean, but but that's the only time I could think that was, you know, that I wouldn't say I wouldn't suggest it, but just be aware that there was one at that one app for sure that I know that was there at one point wasn't there going forward but it's monthly you could you know stop anytime uh, jeff yeah early on jeff and i had a discussion with um, the night president about setup just as it was great my internet and that connection is unstable just when i want to say something um the about setup and you know how it was going to work and why it would work for developers as well as users um i'll try to put a link in the show notes to that because it was a great discussion and I admit, I think we approached it, and we told him we were going to approach it with a certain amount of skepticism. And by the, I think Brett, Brett Terpster was also part of that discussion because he mm-hmm. had one of his apps on setup. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had Jeff and I looking at it, Brett there kind of supporting it, and it ended up like all the questions got answered. And it just seemed to be a brilliant way to do it. And I've so, been a setup user ever since. 
Today's edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter. Visit macvoices.com slash newsletter today, sign up, and stay up to date. And I'm, I'm surprised, like, Apple's, I mean, Apple's sort of doing Game Center like that, but... Apple looking, Arcade. Apple Arcade. But if you look at, you know, like... um. You know, like Xbox has a game service too now. So there, I mean, mm-hmm. where you could play all these games. Can you imagine if Apple did that with the uh, like the Mac App Store and says, "Pay this." All it all goes, you know, to the, you know developers who participate. I think mm-hmm. it would. I think it would go. I think I don't know why other companies. Have well, they used they used to do something very similar to that with uh, with their own applications, where it was all kind of bundled together, and then that yeah. just fell apart iLife, which was, uh, the, the iLife cd is that yeah talking? yeah and it did of course you know it didn't include um it didn't include uh logic and it didn't include final cut pro but it had you know everything else that uh, that apple was offering at the time for yeah, at the I time a decent price garage band yeah i oh, just yeah. remember was, when we were installing snow leopard we had to find a second disc and sometimes you didn't have that second disc you all remember that. Come on. Oh, Hell good yeah. times. Good yeah. times. One one question, though, I, and I honestly don't know, and I'm not going to mess with this computer. I'm having enough connectivity issues. <laughs> Are there any games in that app? No. No. I don't think so. I, I didn't think so. And that, of course, I'm not a gamer, so that's good. But I think, Warren, that might be where it might be a challenge for Apple to try to do this. Because, I mean, the, the one thing you can say about the set app situation is that it is extremely well curated. They don't just slap things in there because somebody says, yeah, I'd like to sign up. You know, you, you, you look there, they are a, a, a really high quality set of, of utilities and programs. And I think that's why it works. Because yeah, well, Apple could do the same know, thing with their app. It, sure. It, you do it with the game, like I said, well, to a point. arcade. So they got quality developers to, to you know, I mean, I haven't, I'm not a gamer either, so I can't tell you what's in there, but, you know, from setup, they, you know, they have things that I've heard of before setup, you know, uh, in their package. Yeah. So, but, you know, Apple could say, you know, more, more people would join the Mac app store, right. If they did this and Apple could say, listen, we're going to do a subscription service, just like, a, you know, uh, like we do with everything else. And we're going to say for $50 a month, you could have access to these key apps in the Mac app store and then mm-hmm. do what setup does and say, if you don't subscribe anymore, the little linky that you click doesn't work anymore. And says, you have to open up setup to do it. $50 a month is a lot more than setup is. Well, that $50. would be like a pro app subscription. Yeah. And, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like Apple could say for $50, you get, you know, logic and. Uh, well, yeah. But for oh. basically in under a year, you could, buy both of those programs for life than less than $50 a month. Well, let's say uh, that, let's say that it partnered with Adobe. Let's yeah. say that Apple partnered with Adobe. Yeah. And for that $50 exactly. a month. I, right. I can't see Apple that's not going to happen. Or, or I can't see Adobe partnering with Apple. Don't, don't crush my dream. One at a time, guys. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying Adobe or Microsoft, but it could be, you know, um, some of the big developers that you guys talk about and know, like uh, in that, like I'm sure, um, what's the uh, what's the note uh, the the text thing that Dave Hamilton loves? You know that could be text expander. Is that the one? Yeah, text expander. So yeah, so all this stuff that you know, all these kind of 
not indie and not you know microsoft somewhere in between get together and say listen i'm in and then they get a cut so i'm gonna vote for apple not sherlocking the ukrainian developers <laughs> well yeah i'm yeah. I, me too i'm just surprised that nobody has it's a good model i'm just surprised that it hasn't uh, well we don't know how much money MacPaw makes off of it right but you know, there's one other thing too. And it doesn't and, have to step on our toes either. Warren, I forget exactly. Sorry. Yeah, Warren, Warren, I forget exactly what phrase you used or what term you used, but for Apple to pick certain apps to highlight and make part of that separate deal, I mean, they get enough enough garbage now about you know they, they charge too much or you know they they're squeezing out other developers or they're not being fair to people and all that. My God, this would just be fodder for the canon for that for that whole thing. The best thing they do is stay away from it and just let people buy the apps the way they are now. But those medium-sized developers will get a steady revenue stream, just like they would. That's why they go to set up because they could, you know. And that's the thing that everybody skips over when we talk about subscriptions in general, which is not what we started out talking about. But that's right. what that's what people like about it is, you know, it's uh, you know, text expander went subscription so that. There would be, you know, sort of a, a less fluctuating amount of income and a steady revenue stream. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like I've never known a developer yeah. and, you know, and, and Jim is among them. I've never known a developer that no matter how nicely you ask them and how sweetly you say it and how much you bat your eyelashes, developers don't want to work for free. Right. So in your in that, think of uh, Apple News, because that's exactly what we're talking about. Basically, Apple News was... Um, uh, their model was to partner with newspapers and mm -hmm. say, You're, we're going to give you a cut of this. Let's, you know, if you want to come in. And a lot of, remember, a lot at first didn't come in because they're like, they had to weigh my subscription versus, you know, Apple's, you know, rent money coming back to me. So, um, but, you know, for, for the most part, they, they did it. So there's no reason why Apple wouldn't do that again, just instead of a news papers do it with developers well one thing's for sure we're not going to affect what apple does or doesn't do so what, right. what tonight <laughs> and, yeah, yeah and yeah. that has <laughs> ever stopped us maybe tomorrow well, i quit good point good point <laughs> good point <laughs> um guys you know it, it, it's fascinating we started a topic i think we'll take five minutes and, and we do a good solid 30 on it um one other thing i wanted to do and i'm going to modify what i suggested earlier um i'm going to ask everybody to go around the table and pick one non-tech podcast that you enjoy. Uh, we may do some other rounds later, but for right now, we have enough oh. people here. I want to pick one because I, I think, you know, we all enjoy a lot of great tech podcasts. Some of us produce some of those great tech podcasts, um, and others are guests on those great tech podcasts. But there are a lot of other podcasts out there. I'd like to know something that each of you enjoy that is not tech. And it doesn't have to be Apple related. I don't really care what it is, but something that you would be comfortable rec recommending to someone that if, if they say, hey, I'm interested in this, you could say, here, I've got a podcast for you. So I'm going to take the screen order just as I did before and start with Guy. Guy, do you do you have any non-tech podcasts that you listen to? Oh, boy, most of the ones that I listen to are tech podcasts, but there's one that I, I kind of go back and forth with, depending on what he talks about, is uh, the way I heard it with Mike Rowe. Mm. he's this is the same guy that did a show called dirty jobs 
back in the early aughts. And I don't always really care for his politics, but he gets he gets some really good guests on every once in a while. And I, and I can usually tell within about five to ten minutes whether I'm going to be interested in listening to the whole show. But um, it's I, I nine times out of ten, I usually I usually enjoy it. And another one. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, but that's a tech podcast. Never mind. OK, good. David. How about you? Do you absorb anything other than Easy for you to say. (laughs) I think that was actually kind of difficult for him to say. It was easy for him to say. It was hard for us to hear. (laughs) He's froze. Um, I honestly have, uh, I'm just looking in my podcast feeds. You know, I always like Johnny Carson. There's a there's a a, a podcast called the Carson Podcast. The Carson Podcast that, uh, is so good. Uh, yeah, and he has he has every week he has different people that have been you know behind the scenes. Um, and I know he's also talked to you know Tom Dreesen a bunch of times since who, who appeared on on Carson so many times, and uh, and uh, even had Joan Van Ark on one you know who was uh, you know from the San Diego Zoo, and so it's it's kind of neat to to listen to. That and that, that's something that's not tech that I that I that's in my feed. I I I, I grab that podcast from time to time, listen to it. That's a great choice, David. Yeah, I, and maybe it just shows our age, but there's just, I mean, it, it, there are a few people that are timeless, and and Carson is definitely yeah. one. So good yeah. choice, good choice. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Butts. How- I I think the closest for me isn't technically a podcast but it's a youtube channel um vas aviation and um i'm kind of an aviation buff and they do a bunch of uh they get recordings of air traffic control communications and plot those on on a a a moving radar map and you know some of them are funny some of them are scary um some of them will just set you off and you're like, why did they let him get away with that? So wow. that's, that's okay. my, that's my non-tech guilty pleasure. Okay. That's interesting. I, I've not, was not familiar with that. I'm going to have to go and look that up. You watch blank Alirio. Okay, good. Not familiar with that one, Jim. That's another YouTube channel. That's uh, aviation. I think he uses VAS stuff in some of his. Okay. He analyzes, you know, crashes and stuff like that. Uh, DM me the name. I'll, I'll look it up. I, there's that one and there's 7.4 gear, which is all 7.47 stuff. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Warren, um, when your wife is not home, what do you listen to? Chicka <laughs> <laughs> boom, chick now. Um <laughs> When uh, I had to think about this too, because mostly uh, you know, tech podcasts, obviously. Um, but I do like the uh, the Apple News in the morning. It's actually the the one podcast they once said they were doing, and it's the uh, I think it's just Apple News something with uh, Shami- yeah, that's actually not bad. Shamitha Basu and Gerard a somebody. Um, I'm impressed that I got that far, um, but. Um, yeah, so it's it's basically just kind of like a news brief, which is nice. Um, 
years ago, I used to do the same thing with the, the A lady and she used to give me my news. Now it's basically the same thing. Um, and then the other one I kind of, the only other one I did was, um, it was called Zach to the Future. And I don't know how I heard about it, but it was basically a um, uh, a podcast with um, Mark Paul Gosler from Saved by the Bell. And yeah, he was joined by... Um, uh, God, he was joined by one of the writers of the current show who's a big buff of say by the bill anyways they got together and for like five seasons they would uh, start with the beginning episode the first episode of say by the bell and they go through each season and analyze it at the end they wouldn't like play the whole thing but they kind of analyze what was going on and i you know i forgot that i really liked that show and i really liked tiffany and these and a lot and um like we all do um and uh, it was funny and he's funny. Um, and then it got weird because uh, about a year ago, the show that he was in, Mark Paul Gosler, got canceled. It was a mixed dish and they didn't really talk about it on the podcast. And it just stopped. Like we were like, we're going to, you know, go on. You know, they, they were like mid season stopped. And I'm, you know, I tried to find out why. And it's a mystery. So I don't know if they maybe they got in trouble for something or. I don't know. But yeah, good show. Um and and it made me watch the uh the reboot, which wasn't as good as the old one. So I should have done this earlier. I'm gonna ask everybody to throw um links to the to these podcasts because I want to make sure I get them right in the show notes. So if you can find links to uh, to the YouTube channel or whatever, please throw them in the uh in the Zoom chat so that I have the mark uh, Jeff, how about you? I, I know you have off-the-wall tastes on lots of things. Can I give you two? Sure. Please. Okay. Sure. First one is Invisibilia. And uh, it's an NPR podcast about science, but it's done through storytelling. And it is fracking fascinating every single episode. And you just you're just drawn in absolutely wonderful uh so invisibilia and uh, then the other one is my favorite murder and yeah. uh uh see i already got the head nods so for the very few of you that don't know it's a it's a show that karen gilgraf and georgia hardstark do and each episode they show up they have picked a murder case the other person doesn't know what the, what the case is and then they tell each other about this murder case and they're both comedians. So you get uh, a lot of humor in it, but it, you know, it's all, it can also get like really serious and, uh, um, and, and they go into just all of these fascinating murders um, from well through time. So like uh, they, they, um, talked about the royal family murders during the Russian Revolution. And uh, they've they've done stuff on um, uh, the uh, uh, crap. Is it the Golden State murderer? Yes. Yes. Uh, which was absolutely fascinating. Um, and uh, so a lot of big name cases and some that are less known but are also incredibly fascinating. So just loads of fun. Okay. That's interesting. 
I didn't, I never pictured you as a true crime guy, Jeff. I'm not, but I'm a, my favorite murder person. I am definitely a murderino. (laughs) (laughs) I know I didn't trust you. Don't know what that means, but okay. It means you're a fan of my favorite murder. Jeff. Yeah. I, I, I'm someone that appreciates pants, stay out of the woods yeah. <laughs> and uh, stay sexy and don't get murdered. Get Sounds advice. <laughs> Our non-tech podcast picks continue in the next edition of Mac Voices as we finish up this Mac Voices live discussion. I'm sure there'll be something there that you haven't heard of that you will enjoy. Until the next time, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.